Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Welcome to Oops! The Podcast, a very special home locked edition. I'm Francis. This is Julio. We are coming at you live, not live. We're coming at you from Zoom. Dude, what a what a like sad deja vu this is, huh? Yeah, you know, we're going to we're going to bring you a good episode, guys. So don't give up, but I have COVID. First time. <laughs> first time as far as I know that I've ever had it. I don't think I've had it, Julio. Dude, I and and that's was my second thought just now was like Thank God that we can sit here and laugh about you having COVID. Like the last time we were Zooming, that would not have been as light of a matter as it is now. No, exactly. No. You know, it's it's funny. It's um, I feel like we're we're at a place now that we, you know, that people with herpes hope to get to. <laughs> Destigmatized. Yeah, yeah. Now there was a time when it, you know, you would have been afraid to admit to everybody that you had COVID and now I'm, I'm loud and proud. I'm not proud. Just I'm letting people know because I want to make sure that anyone who's been in contact with me has the heads up, you know, it, it just, let me tell you something, Julio, <laughs> I would say a full 40% of the people that I know are, are saying they have it right now. Same dude. A lot of people, are saying that they have it. And dude, I mean, I was sitting, I might as well have had my fucking mouth on your pecker on Friday afternoon, dude. You should have, you should with have. How, with how close I was sitting next to you for four hours or whatever. Yeah. It's a miracle that I'm feeling all right. Yeah, we uh, we have basically, you know, look, I, I know I know that people who came to our live shows, or not, not many, or some have said, but I also know that some of the events that Julia and I went to preceding the live shows and afterwards people have said that from there you know there were spreads the point is i don't i don't know where this came from uh everyone's timelines of when they got it are different the people that i've crossed with there's no point really in trying to assign blame or some sort of like patient zero for this latest outbreak uh i think i think uh, you know i wrote in my my Patreon post the other day, you know, and a sort of an amended version of that great dark night Harvey Dent quote, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself get COVID. And um, 
that's how I feel. Like it, it comes for us all. Yeah. It comes for yeah. us all. And uh, I've got it. You know, I have this weird, I have to say this weird, I don't want to say pride, um, but feeling of, you know, I'm sick. I'm really sick. I'm really sick. And um, I, I haven't been really sick in a long time. We talked in the live shows about how much I miss hospitals or not hospitals, but I, I, I kind of, I realized I haven't been to the hospital in a long time. And you get this feeling when you're truly sick of now, oh, I'm, I'm a special little boy and I'm allowed to watch movies during the day and eat whatever I want, anything to help me get better. You know, right. I, don't have to, I don't have to work out. You can watch Jerry Springer three times in a row. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like a little, like a little muffin and I'm allowed to be a sick little boy. And that's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And do you know what, dude, it's honestly like, it can be stressful mm. if you like have shit you need to do and responsibilities and you know, that, that can be a shitty part of being sick as an adult, but this is honestly all things considered, not the worst time of year for that to happen. Stuff's sort of closing down for the season and uh, I hope that you're able to, you know, rest the proper amount. There, there is an interesting moment here, and I wrote about this on the Patreon too, which is uh, I had to weigh, I mean, you know, I, I felt the symptoms start. And I thought, okay, this is probably COVID. And then I had this, I had a split second conundrum, kind of battle, interior battle, where I looked at my upcoming week and I had, you know, my, my show with Ashley, Stay Humble at the Stand. I had uh, a writing gig that I have to show up for in person. And the amount of money that I stood to lose as a result of testing positive for COVID yeah. was quite substantial. Yeah. And this is a time of year where Christmas, you know, buying gifts for people, travel, all that. It's an expensive time of year. And I thought to myself, can I afford to receive a positive COVID test right now? And the, right. and the sort of 10-day isolation requirement that that comes with. Is it? I think it's 10 days. It might even be. I, so, dude, I, I've heard different stuff. I've heard that, like, uh, it can be a little shorter for vaccinated people as long as you test out of it or something. I, I honestly don't really know. It's hard to find, like, the up-to-date information, to be honest. But let's just assume yeah. it's 10. Yeah. Like, uh, they said it was 10. Yeah. That's okay. what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So it's 10 days. So, you know, it takes me right up to Christmas. It's the two weeks before Christmas that I, I won't be able to work. And, you know, there's no sick days or paid time off for what we do. You get paid if you're there. Yeah. And obviously I, I know the correct answer, which is, you know, get tested and abide by the results. I can't go out into the world and just pretend that it's just a cold, get my paychecks yeah. and, and spread this. And I, I, would have, I would believe that a lot of people do do that. And where before I might've really thought those people are kind of like biological terrorists. <laughs> now I'm, I'm a little more sympathetic to it. I'm a little more, yeah. there are some people for whom Receiving a positive COVID test 
simply is not, they can't afford that. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. And yeah. I think that that's what, you know, a lot of the sort of stimulus programs and all of that was for, but I don't know how quickly that snaps in. Like I can't just hit the government up today and be like, Hey, I'm out of commission for the next 10 days. I got a positive COVID test. Here's what I stood to make. Can you guys make me whole or like help me? I don't think that's, that's not how it works. I can't even imagine that's how it works. I mean, definitely not now, dude. (laughs) Yeah. It it sucks, man. And it's funny how like, as this continues to sort of linger on the, the ethics and the social stuff uh, revolving around it changes too. And this is, you bring up a really good point. It's like, you know, it's turned into, and again, thank God, because before we were just so concerned for our lives, you know, now that everybody's vaccinated and that like the, the death rate for people who are vaccinated is so low. It now just turns into sort of the second tier, which is like, Oh fuck. My life is now fucked up for a while. This really sucks. Um, but I'm losing out on all this money and it's really making things inconvenient. Yeah. You yeah. It is. It is. Incon- it is. That's the right word is inconvenient. I, that's, that said, thank God. <laughs> I'm uh, Julio. I'm really sick. Yeah, I mean, sorry, man. walk us I, through it. What's going on? Yeah, so I guess it started on I, m- Sunday night. I think I went to bed feeling the ominous creeping of a of a sore throat. That you know that that when you're on the eve of the yeah. cold. And you go to bed just knowing you're going to wake up up feeling like like death. To me, (laughs) that's almost worse than being in the thick of it, you know? Because there's nothing you can do. You can't get off the tracks. The train is coming. And there's a helplessness to it. And there's nothing to be done. There's nothing to be done. I'm I'm like that dog that that guy rescued from the train. I don't know if you've seen that clip. Where he he rips the dog's leash is tr- stuck on the train tracks. No and the train's coming, and the guy runs down, untangles it, and pulls it off the tracks. It's a great video. Hero, yeah. Um, shit, man. So okay, so you felt it coming on. Are you coughing? Can you taste stuff? Like what's yeah. the whole? No, no issues with taste and smell, other than a slightly muted sort of taste and smell from from how bad the cold is but it's yeah. you know certainly not a loss of taste and smell um that you know monday you wake up deep deep cold symptoms uh very runny nose very congested um very very sore throat hurts to swallow um oh, yeah really really rough but the most i think the thing that is unique to me at least with this is the achiness Mm. um i have i have neck pain as though i went water skiing and (laughs) fell a bunch of times like it's the same achiness that you feel after spending a day doing like really rough tubing on a lake Yeah. yeah uh where your driver is like some sadistic uncle whose whose sole intent is to throw you from the tube (laughs) you know whipping you around that's how i feel i feel like i've just taken a bunch of diggers off of off of some water skis or a tube that's how i feel you know how so how long have have you had the symptoms for since since monday morning really i mean i guess i guess sunday night was the as i said the the 
you know, the preamble to this, but Monday is when it's been, is when it was full bore. And it's been, it's been as bad as Monday for three straight days. There's no, there's no improvement. Um, No light at the end of the tunnel. Can't say that yesterday was better or worse. It's all just been bad. Um, Today I slept until about 1130 AM. I mean, I slept 13 hours. Jesus, dude. You know, and you're waking up in fits and starts, uh, needing to drink water, blow your nose, sleeping, almost sitting up to try to Mm. help with that crap. But yeah, man, I mean, look, it is what it is. If there's any silver lining here, it's that I hope this will armor me with some antibodies. They say it should. So let me ask you. So you you have not gotten the booster yet, right? No, we were scheduled to get the booster. I, you know, frankly, yeah. we, I, I I hate to say I was probably a little bit negligent about the booster. Yeah. Um, and I shouldn't have been. But I also know a bunch of people who have contracted it who had been boosted like in the last two weeks. But I can say that those people are describing much milder symptoms than the ones I have. So I think now the protocol for you, they say, is you're not supposed to wait to get it now that you have the real deal antibodies for a bit. Well, I will happily do that because yeah, I suspect now that when I get the booster, I, that's going to knock me out for a day. You'll be superhuman. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think, I think I forget the exact timeline, but it's at least a couple, a month or two or something. I, I guys don't, if you're listening, make sure you research, research this on your own. But uh, crazy, man. Fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my fear is that whatever, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, and maybe this is a selfish hope, but I'm hoping it's Omicron that I have. Um, Because I want the antibodies to the latest, greatest version of To the the newest iOS of COVID. Yeah, dude. I don't want to be like, the guy who, you know, bought the iPhone 12 at the COVID store two weeks before Apple announces, like, <laughs> here's the new version, everybody, you know, and I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy with the newest. Yeah, I want to be cool and hip and, and fresh on the block with my new COVID antibodies for at least as long as I can be. Totally. Hey, Chris, are we allowed to talk about your sitch too? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, guys. So uh, another update. Uh, Chris has COVID as well. Um, yeah. Oh God. Chris got unlucky <laughs> because Chris actually got the booster, and the, and and must have just gotten COVID the day before or something. Because then he just thought he was sick from the booster, but he had COVID. So Chris, yeah. Can't tell us. Yeah. So I got my shot Wednesday morning, and then I was really tired Wednesday night, and I was like, Oh, it's just a booster. I'm just hanging out. I couldn't work. I was like, oh, I can't focus. My brain's mush. And then Thursday, I kind of did all my work, got everything done. And that was like hard because I was like, oh, I got to try extra hard. My brain's really not working. This is weird. That's and then I woke up Friday with whatever Francis had, but I only had it for that one day. So Saturday, so Friday was out. I was just laying in bed, tired, achy all day. And then Saturday, I was just kind of not as achy and just kind of I was able to move and stuff. I wasn't just like exhausted, but it was still a little bit there. And then Sunday 
was there and then it got better every day and now i'm pretty much back to normal are you gonna get tested again soon to like see um if yes i was gonna go today but the line was like an hour long so I'm i've heard that it's on. been crazy dude and yeah. i've been hearing from people too like every single thing that i've gone to in the past week i've been getting texts hey guys i have covid yeah. from like group you know what i mean so it yeah. brings up the other point which is like at this point I feel like earlier on, it was a thing where like, you'd be mad at the person who gave it to you, even though it wasn't their fault. You know what I mean? And I feel like now there's really no way to be that person. Like, you know what you've signed up for by going out, you know, the risks associated with it. And like, it's nobody's fault. Like there's no world where I would be mad at somebody who, if they gave it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also shocking, Julio, that you don't have it. I know. I agree. (laughs) Because both Chris and I have it. I know. I mean, you know, it speaks to like, where, where, you know, where is it coming from? How, who's, what do you need to do? You know, I'm so curious about how I got it. It's such a strange moment for me because I feel like a kid. I do feel like a kid. There's just this, this waiting period where I have to allow myself to act like a completely worthless human being. Yeah. And well, dude, maybe it'll be nice. Maybe it'll be like rejuvenatory mentally. Like you'll have some nice time to kind of like do some big picture assessment of your life. I find that like when I'm in these forced states of like having to do nothing, I, I tend to like have some really good thoughts. Yeah, but my brain's not really working. I mean, I'm, all of this is all of this is in under a fog. And I had wished, I wish, you know, I could do something creative or but I just find myself, I, it's all I can do to even like open my Gmail inbox. <laughs> I, I just want to lie on the couch with a ginger ale and, and the dog and, and watch, you know, holiday movies for the fourth time. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Guys, we know a lot of people's New Year's resolutions involve some kind of like fitness aspiration or lifestyle change, whatever. Um, we're here to recommend an app called FitBod to you, uh, which helps personalize your workouts for you in a very specific and helpful way. And they take all sorts of cool things into account, um, sort of like what sort of gym equipment you have access to. And it gets very, very specific. And I know for me, that's very helpful because a lot of the times if I don't have really specific shit lined out for my workout, I start kind of negotiating with myself to like get out of doing stuff whether it be skipping a final set or like if I'm in the gym winging it, I don't personally have enough sort of discipline to be able to wing it and have a good workout happen. So an, uh, an app like FitBot is really helpful for me because it sort of helps uh, keep my shit really specific and organized for me. We know that it can be really hard to make time for yourself to get into shape and all that stuff, but give yourself uh, the benefit of the doubt and make it a priority and get in there and do it. Kick, the, kick off the new year in the right way. Get started on your customized fitness plan from FitBod. Get 20% off a membership when you sign up now at fitbod.me slash oops. That's, 20, that's 25% off of your membership at fitbod.me slash oops. Get in there. Well, dude, I, I'm, I'm really grateful that we were able to get our live shows in before all this started to happen. Same. Because if our live shows were this week, like, First of all, you have COVID. Even if you didn't have COVID, we're getting back into that territory of is it irresponsible to have these big events right now type yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was nice to like get to do the beta tester of our shows and then kind of like 
take the rest of the year and then figure out next year. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. I, um, I did, you're not going to believe this. I did do a 20 minute Peloton yesterday. Wow. Wow. How was it? Brutal? It was hard. I mean, it was the worst performance I've ever had on the Peloton, but I just, I, I looked up, are you, you know, is it healthy enough? Are you, are you fine to exercise when you're sick? And most of the web results I saw were, you know, moderate exercise when you're sick sometimes can even help bolster your immune system or, or, you know, your fighting of the, and I kind of thought that, you know, get, get, get the sweat a little bit, you know, and man, it was really hard, but I felt like, I don't know. I didn't want to go four days without exercising. I didn't want to go a week without exercising. So you got it it. dude. Yeah, I did it. And while I was doing it, I felt like Thor. (laughs) That was my flu game. My Michael Jordan flu game (laughs) is me doing a 20 minute Peloton in the thick of COVID. Nice, dude. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, Well, dude, I got an update. I, I, I talked about what I was getting hill dog for Christmas, but I didn't talk about how it went. Yeah. Right. You remember did i thought no you did yeah yeah i i talked about how it went she she yeah, was music very videos. surprised yeah. yeah okay cool so i have another update dude so the tv is obviously on the wall it's mounted it's rocking and rolling but i've noticed that like the bottom sort of like left corner is just like dead all dead pixels completely like <laughs> it's it's as if the delivery guy was holding it with his bare hands and pushed way too hard on one corner, <laughs> permanently damaging the side of the TV. Are you in your bedroom right now? No, I'm in the living room. Oh, okay. I was going to say you should show us the, the TV. So I, so this is the thing. I would have to turn it on. It would be hard to see with via the Zoom. But dude, yeah. like, there's no way to tell that this problem was the problem until the TV is on. And then only like certain colors too, you can see it. Now, this is a really frustrating problem because I could theoretically return it, right? But if I were to return it, I would now have to take it off of the wall and put it in a box that I don't have and bring it back and then get a new TV and remount the new TV. It's like, don't give me a fucking homework assignment, dude. I'd rather I'd rather die than do the things you just <laughs> described. And I think this speaks to a, a wonderful gender divide, which is something I, I've noticed that you know, Sierra's ability to shop online as a two-way street is, it's amazing. I, I admire immensely. Hillary too. Hillary too, man. It's wild. And I think women have, have come to terms with the fact that, you know, stuff you buy online might not be great, might not be what you want, but it's fine. All you got to do is send it back. And these places have good return policies. My, my mindset about shopping online is that if I buy something from the internet, that door is closed. Yeah. The portal has been sealed. It's over. There is no way to get that back. And even if there (laughs) is, it's so complicated. I've got to get my hands on a box somehow, which I've definitely already gotten rid of the one that they sent it in. Um, 
You know what I mean? Because the second I take something out of the box, I, I immediately take it to the recycling center just to keep the apartment clean. So that's gone. Then I got to print out a shipping label. You might as well, it's like telling me I've got to learn how to, you know, diffuse a bomb. I, there's, it's <laughs> to me though, that process is so complicated. Hey dude, watching Hillary do it has blown my fucking mind. Like we, our apartment might as well be called Hill Dog Shipping and Packaging. Because dude, <laughs> she is printing labels. She's like, hey, can you send the boxes down to the doorman? to send yeah. them out I'm like they can do that She's i like, didn't know yeah. that either i didn't yeah. know we could you know the last time i knew that i could actually mail stuff from my home was when i was a kid and our mailbox had a little yeah. red flag on red it flag. which you which you'd tick up to let the mailman know hey take this with you buddy and <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't, I thought that was no longer viable. I thought that was like something that, you know, you found in Snoopy or like the Peanuts cartoons. It was so old world America and nobody did that anymore. Dude, totally. And yeah, man. So, so to all, all this, like, dude, also Hillary has like a UPS account. Like everything about it is just like, I didn't realize you could do any of the shit, but dude, so with the TV now, I called Amazon, like, guys, listen, like, there's no way I'm taking on this big assignment now because they fucked up. I'm like, at least like, give me a hundred bucks off or something. Like, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I'm not taking the TV. I, I'm like, I'm happy to, to send the TV back. If they send somebody, send somebody over to take it off the wall for me, bring it back. And then they bring me another TV and mount that TV. Sure. Otherwise no shot, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I know there's what, you know, it's, it's a huge hassle. It sucks, but I don't know. I don't really know what the alternative is. I guess go to Best Buy and watch them carefully put a new TV into your shopping cart and then miraculously find a way to get that home is, is really the only solution. And even then you might run into the same problem. Dude, totally. And not to mention that like mounting a TV, I had to call Vazel, our guy. Vazel. Art Vazel. Vazel. Art Vazel. Yeah. He came over here and dude, he he always will like walk me through the process. He'll be like, uh, uh, he'll like call me in. He goes, uh. and I go in and then he goes, you see this, how he does this. And then I'm like, is it going to be a problem? And he goes, no. Like, like <laughs> he starts showing me stuff as if like I was You're his apprentice. Be- I'm taking, yeah, exactly. He's, he's apprentice shipping me when I'm thinking he's telling me about obstacles. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Will it be able to, is it strong enough to hold it up? And he goes, of course. I'm like, okay, okay, dude, Jesus. Like every time, but anyway, I would have to call him again, give him a hundred bucks or whatever it costs. And like, you know, those guys, are, those handy guys aren't cheap, dude. You know no, what I mean? No joke. Um, so I don't know. It's a bitch, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. You know, I'm finding, Julio, that as we move into a, a cashless world, and at this time of inflationary fear, uh, I don't, I don't mind giving people cash. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, nice. I'm, I'm saving up all this cash to give to my doormen and I'm happy that they're taking it off my hands. Uh, dude, it's great. It's because great. It feels I like it's losing value in my drawer. You I know, know. I know. I hear you. Dude, which by the way, this reminded me of something funny. Uh, I was hanging out with Hillary's mom and she was like, 
why is she goes why is francis so afraid of inflation (laughs) (laughs) i'm not the only one i know she goes he needs to not be so worried he's a young man it's fine she's like it's gonna be fine i was like that's amazing yeah i love that that people are taking on people are concerned about your mental well-being on different topics I I appreciate that from Mrs. Hilldog. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think, you know, I don't think I'm the only one and I don't think it's particularly novel to complain about inflation or be, you know, fearful of it. Um, you know, by the way, I this is something I wanted to talk about. Well, well hold on a second. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about the other day? I'm, I'm, I'm sort of changing the subject and I apologize. Yeah, no, my, dude, go for it. Go my for brain's it. not really working very well right now. Um, you know what? Sometimes I, sometimes I get memories of things um, in, in random moments. And it's funny because we've done so many episodes of the podcast that I always wonder, you know, have we, have we reached the bottom of the barrel um, or, or at the very least, are we now only going to be able to put forward topics that are new, you know, things that have right. occurred to us since the last time we spoke, but then I, there, it, you just have these memories, these triggered these memories of things that Amazing. you're like, I haven't told anyone about that. So I distinctly remember um, watching the Super Bowl with my family as a kid and Religion did not have a major hold in our household. My, I think my parents, they brought us to the Episcopalian church as a cultural exercise to sort of show us this side of the world if, if it was something that inter- interested us. But my sister and I both were very resistant and found it extremely dull on a Sunday morning to put on some uncomfortable outfit exact same for for my family by the way finally they were like all right you guys are old enough to make your own decisions like if you don't want to go we don't care and we stopped going to church um and since then i've you know kind of had musings on my own about what religion means to me and all that but um i was thinking the other day i was watching football and i was thinking man yeah, I distinctly remember watching a Super Bowl. I think it was when the Rams were playing the Tennessee Titans. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. <laughs> and the reason Kurt Warner is important is because on that final drive um, where the Tennessee Titans came up one yard short, you might recall, um, I think Steve McNair was the quarterback. Yes, he was. And Eddie George was the running back. Um, and the Rams had uh, Marshall Falk. Yeah, those are the these are the stars of the game. But Kurt Warner, they would the, the cameraman would pan to his wife in the stands, and as the as the uh, as the friggin' Tennessee, they were the Oilers back then. I think not the Oilers. I don't believe. I think they were the Titans already. Were they the Titans? Let's they might check. have been. Let's, the, I'm going to check it. Keep telling the story. Yeah. As they were marching down the field, Kurt Warner's wife was praying in the stands and they kept flashing to her and she would have her eyes closed, silently mouthing a prayer. And I remember my mom or my dad going, God's not listening. (laughs) 
Like, and, and then saying things like, here we go, you know, God doesn't care about the outcome of your football game. That was good. And, and, and being very judgmental and sort of condescending about the fact that this woman was like a born again Christian and she was invoking prayer to, you know, to prevent her husband's opponents from crossing the goal line. <laughs> Which they did not. They were the Titans, by the way. It was the Titans already? Okay. Dude, I don't know why is... I said Oilers, but. That is great. That's so funny, dude. I and, love and, that. and it occurred to me, I didn't really get it then. I didn't really understand why they were so exasperated. But what I've realized, Julio, is that being intolerant of people's religions is an acquired taste. <laughs> it's something that you don't really get until later in life. Right. It's you an know? acquired behavior. Yeah. It's like you have to see enough people making decisions that are at odds with what you believe in, but based on their religious faith before you're finally like, come on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Religious intolerance is an acquired taste. I think that's something that it took me a lot of years to, to come around to. Like put your finger on. It's true, dude. And it's, it's a testament to like how like your state as a child in many ways is superior. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're much more accepting, you're much more open-minded, you're learning, and you haven't made these like stupid decisions yeah. for yourself. And I, and listen, I agree. I agree with your family, but I mean, in general, as far as like intolerance is, is concerned, uh, it's interesting how that's a thing, man. Pretty. I nice. know. I know. Well. Dude, also Kurt Warner, like he was, and actually, no, Tom Brady must have been the, I, I, what, what year was this? Was this before Tom Brady? It might before have Tom Brady, but but not long before. Yeah. Well, Kurt Warner, if I recall, was a backup quarterback as well, right? And then he, like, got. That sounds right. Yeah. That it just, sounds it right. blows my mind how good all the backup quarterbacks of our generation have been. Like, anybody yeah. who gets a chance becomes a star, it feels like. Aaron Rodgers was a backup behind Brett Favre for, like, three or four years. Crazy Tom Brady. Um, yeah. like funny yeah. people, dude. It's a crazy, it's a crazy kind of age old tale. Yeah. I, um, I, I, um, you know, I, 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 I do some sports gambling with some of my friends very lightly dipping a toe here and there. And, uh, the one of my, one this of, season. It's, it's fine. I'm right around even, you know, this is something I would encourage anyone who likes to gamble on sports to do. And, and I, again, I really don't, my, my unit size is very small. I'm not, cause I get, we've talked about this many times, but like the displeasure I get from losing money gambling so far outweighs uh, the, the pleasure I get from winning that I know myself well enough and, and abstain from doing it, you know, in, at least in my mind in to a healthy degree. So but we have a, there's a, a gambling group chat um, where basically like there are enough people in it that um, people will pitch a bet that they want. You know, they'll say like, I, I want the Packers oh, nice. in this someone game minus three. And then someone else takes the other side. Um, and that means that you don't have to pay a bookie the VIG, right? So you're not like... For anyone who doesn't gamble on sports, if you bet through a sports book or a bookie um, and you want to bet $100, you want to win $100 on the Packers, you have to risk $110 typically. Right. And that 10% is the commission that a bookie will take, which 
you know, is what gives them overall an edge. It makes Vegas profitable because they are taking a commission. But if you bet with your friends and someone just takes the opposite side, you don't lose that 10%. And it turns out that that makes a huge difference. Uh, that actually makes it a much more quote unquote fair playing field. Um, but uh, what happens is, you know, you'll watch as certain guys start getting more and more excited or more and more, you know, raising their bet size, placing tons of bets, losing a lot of bets in a row, and then doing one final bet on Sunday night football to try to win it all back. And then, <laughs> you know, if that crashes and burns, these guys will exit the chat. And there's oh, wow. this, like, there's this, it's, you can see it coming where like, they're just lighting themselves on fire. And then it's one final, like push into the middle of all their chips where, you know, if they lose that, they're going to, they're basically going to like have to take a break. And <laughs> I, there's one guy lost so many bets in a row that he finally retired. He was like, sorry guys, been a rough gambling year. Like I need to take a break for a while. And he left the chat and, and I was so sad to see him go because <laughs> my whole gambling strategy was to just take the opposite of whatever this guy was doing. And it had proven. <laughs> he that cold. Yeah. He was just, he was just that, you know, that obvious. So um, each time it happens, you just want to be like, good night, sweet Prince, you know, may angels sing thee to, to thy rest. Um and it's always a sad moment to see these guys crash and burn out. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, dude, to your point, though, about I have a running tab of every bet I've made in the past, like, 15 years. And wow. I, have it I have it categorized. And I have the plus or minus. And it's funny. Some of these things, I don't know what the fuck I even meant when I wrote it. Like, I'm up $865 to career. Wow. I'll, I'll have something like boyfriend minus five dollars i'm like did i bet on the relationship or something like i don't i have no idea what that's from uh -huh. then another one plus 200 drinking i'm like what on what on earth i like don't i don't remember what that's from but then i have the obvious ones i'm up like three uh, 300 bucks and playing ping pong 500 in sports i'm down big on lotto tickets down 80 dollars career yeah <laughs> those will get yep. you yeah they will <laughs> But dude, it keeps you honest having these like stupid cat, like, like doing this like this and it's fun and funny. So guys, tomorrow I'm going to Costa Rica and you know, that means a lot of time in transit and at the airport, and I'm going to be playing a ton of switchcraft. I'm currently on level 523. I'm hanging out with a character called Janice, which if you make it that far, uh, as Bailey, which is who you will be, you will know about her, but you don't know about her yet. Cause you haven't gotten that far. We're still trying to find Lydia. Uh, she is our good friend who has disappeared from the academy and we're trying to find her. It's a very whimsical, interesting sort of witchcraft story uh, that's driven forward by a classic match three game where every time you beat a level, you are uh, given sort of these tokens. I don't really know what they are, but they allow you to continue on with the graphic novel and the story. And it has become my guilty pleasure. I cannot stop playing this game. If you're new, looking for a new game to play, we highly recommend you playing Switchcraft because you will not be able to put it down. Um, 
I, I love this game. <laughs> so uh, go to the app store, wherever you can download games, get Switchcraft. And, uh, you know, for me, I came for the match three game and I stayed for the interesting graphic novel. Uh, and I'm looking forward to getting to the bottom of it. Switchcraft, download it today. It's free. It's awesome. Dude, you, you mentioned lotto tickets. We, we uh, in college for spring break, you know, we were in the middle of our lacrosse season, so we would never get spring break. And I'm sure it was the same for you. Um, yeah, it sucked. Like the whole campus would go to the Dominican Republic or some crazy, you know, Punta Cana and have a blast. And we'd be yeah. at school, you know, we'd have, we'd have a game of spring break. We'd have a game on Saturday. And then we'd typically have a game on Tuesday or Wednesday of the next week. And then another game the following Saturday. But you guys so, were just in Cambridge still? Well, or did you go on like a trip? Cause we usually at least went on a trip. It we usually, we usually break. went on the road, but it was, it was yeah. never good. I mean, one year we played Penn on Saturday and then we, played duke on wednesday and then we played denver the next saturday so that means you were just like traveling a shit ton yeah we lost all three games and uh-huh. we were like you know checking into new hotels flying across the country we were you know getting in late i mean we got into the denver airport at like 11 p.m midnight or something and we had to wake oh, up the next day at like 8 a.m to play Denver at altitude got yeah smoked. you're just chugging wind those balls yeah. whizzing past your and we and we'd been in we'd been in Raleigh Durham at some shit hotel all week practicing on a grass high school field you know <laughs> around around getting thrashed by Duke yeah. um and it wasn't exact it was probably the worst spring break you you could have had yeah that's tough dude but. Uh, the one silver lining was that this was my freshman year around, um, my birthday was in the middle of that week. I remember. And we, we had a couple guys, like we had a couple seniors who really had chosen to sort of revolt against the new coaching regime. And we were staying in seniors, man. Yeah. They were, they were cool guys. And for my birthday, they invited me and the guy I was in my hotel room with another star, of, uh, uh, the, one of the stars of our team, of our class, Dean. Um, they, he, these two guys invited us to come to their room, their hotel room later that night. And we had gone to the, they had gone to the, like the gas station across the parking lot from our hotel and bought a case of beer, which they then tied sheets together and fed it out the line from we were on the third floor of the hotel and we couldn't risk bringing a case of beer into the hotel and having the coaches see us so they tied sheets together and then sent a line out the hotel room and then someone at the bottom tied that around the case of beer and then we all hoisted it up and just got drunk in their hotel room secretly that's hilarious but the other the other funny part of it was you know we were playing like poker. We had someone had brought poker chips. We were playing like poker, you know, everyone's sitting on the beds. It was pretty fun. And I, it got me in the mindset of gambling. And so I went back to that gas station and bought a scratch ticket and lost and then bought another one and lost and then bought another one and lost. And finally the guy at the gas station, who's 
selling me these scratch tickets goes, sir, do you have a gambling problem? Oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, looking back, like he was so sad to see me just because I'm scratching them right on his counter, you know, with a penny <laughs> from his like, give a penny, take a penny slot. Um, but it, looking back, the fact that like he watched me just buy three $5 scratch tickets and lose on all of them and keep buying and finally walk away after losing on four and him being like, I need to speak up. I need to intervene with this stranger and make him aware of his gambling problem. Like, dude, if I could show that gas station guy, some of the people I know now who are, who are right. these chats after like losing $10,000 betting on the Cardinals or whatever, like, you know, buddy, if you, yeah. I had a gambling problem. You should see some of these degenerates. <laughs> maybe it's because like you were young and he thought maybe I, I help this guy before it gets too bad. Yeah. Nip it in the bud. I'm grateful, you know, definitely. <laughs> um, dude, it's so, so funny. I remember we went to Florida one year for our tennis trip. And one of our best wins, we played, we we're playing Florida Atlantic University. And dude, so like we won by a technicality, which is really funny. Like we first of all, I think we showed up and like they were under, they like under teamed. So like we already won like a couple of the points by default. And then I think another guy like walked off the court in the middle of his match. So we just need to like win one more match. And I forget what happened. Like if somebody happened to win or they just like, had to put their worst player in the starting lineup, but I'm like fairly certain that we didn't actually compete at all and won all four matches that we needed and one beat them four, three. Wow. <laughs> and they were like the 18th team in the country. Like, I don't know what happened if mm -hmm. the team was having a mutiny or something, but it was like a hilarious, dude, I'll take the, a win, a win's a win, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know? That's a nice okay. feeling. Guys, we love Dadgrass here at Oops Podcast. And as you know, Dadgrass has actually become very ingrained in the lives of a lot of our listeners, which is I find to be hilarious. Uh, famously, a couple episodes, we talked about how a girl who had broken up with her boyfriend at our show went over to his apartment to talk and try to get back together. And when she got there, he was smoking Dadgrass. And I was like, what a perfect oops, break up and get back together. And what a, what a great way to be chill for a conversation like that with Dadgrass, because I know that if I were really fucking stoned and trying to have a conversation and getting back with my girlfriend, that's the last thing I would want to do. But if I could take the being really high out of it and just be chill uh, with some Dadgrass, I actually think that might be the perfect storm for how I would want to have a conversation like that. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the US. Guys, it is smokable CBD, looks like a joint, Smells like a joint, tastes like a joint without making you hate yourself from paranoia or being extremely high. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and you go to dadgrass.com slash oops. Go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash oops. So dude, I went to a secret Santa thing, which by the way, got the text today that somebody had COVID at it. Great. Um, but I, over the weekend, I went to a secret Santa thing and I guess it's like white elephant style. First of all, let me say this. I think you you would have appreciated the format of this party because it was very well um, organized. It started off with sort of a holiday trivia game and the losing team had to eat Buddy from Elf's spaghetti recipe, which is like 
spaghetti with marshmallows and maple syrup and whatever. So like the losing team had to eat a bowl. They all ate their own bowl of this, which is pretty funny and like yeah. makes people cry, you know? Yeah. Um, we did that great. And then we move on to like the secret Santa portion of the evening. And I guess it's like the white elephant. Do you know about what, what that means? Isn't it where you can trade gifts or something? Steal gifts. Yeah. So like you get, uh, so yeah. So anyway, like you, if you go first and you get something sick, the person who goes 10th can steal yours mm-hmm. and people can steal up to two times. Um, and what happened, I was like last and I just got like the worst gift, uh, which sucked. And then the thing that I was going to steal had already been stolen twice, which fucking blew. So I just ended up with this like gift card that I ended up giving to Hillary. So Hillary ended up getting two things. I got shit which sucked. Um, but it made me realize, dude, there's something funny about a gag gift for Secret Santa. Mm. Like putting some kind of like crazy sex toy in the mix or something, like as hacky as that might seem, it's not something that people do. And it's really funny for the party. Mm. And especially like stealing it even is hilarious, dude. I, <laughs> I recommend to all of our listeners, if you guys are planning on going to a Secret Santa situation, you should bring a sex toy. Mm. It will really spice up the party. What, what was the gift you wanted to steal? So there were these glasses. To be honest, dude, I was like pretty tuned up at this point. Uh, oh. So I like didn't give a shit about the gifts. So Hillary was like, I want those glasses. Steal them when it's your turn. And then they had already gotten stolen again, so I didn't get to. But I was waiting on those uh, and I didn't get to. And then I just ended up with a fucking Lululemon gift card that I gave to Hillary. That's not the worst. That's not the worst thing. It, 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 it literally is the one of the only things there that I have like no use for. You don't wear Lululemon ever? No. Mm. So I don't thought You know why, Julia? Why? Because you're wearing your bird dogs. <laughs> you're damn right, dude. What's the point of wearing Lululemon when you have a superior product in bird dogs? Oh man, dude. So Francis's COVID brain is sharp enough for that perfect ad for that perfect ad placement. Well, I'll tell you, you know, the bird dog's pants come with a built-in underwear liner that makes underwear obsolete. And as far as I know, there's no product at Lululemon that does that. So Francis, let me ask you this. When you first started coming down with your COVID symptoms, have you just been wearing the same pair of bird dogs the entire time? Because I wear a different, dude, I wear a different pair every day. And um, I'll be honest, I have this weird feeling of like, when you're sick, you know, I I have to wear clean clothes every day. I do not, when I take a a sweatshirt off from wearing it on a, a day that I was sick, I almost feel like I need to burn that thing. (laughs) because <laughs> i i leave them lying around and i'm like i can't wear i can't wear that again i need that'll just keep me in my sickness that's a sick sweatshirt you know yeah i yeah, i totally 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 yeah but i'm wearing my bird dogs right now i got my pants on you can, you can tell right Little boy. bird dogs there they are there they are folks no joke promo code oops uh we're I, we think you're still getting a whizzing football but we suspect that that might be changing up soon. So hawk yeah, use that, baby. You'll love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> all good things there. Um, and what else? Dude, okay, think. so 
I'm going. So Hillary is coming to Christmas with my family. Ooh. Yes, she has before. And okay. it's not as significant because Hillary is Jewish and she's not one of these Jewish people who also celebrates Christmas. They just like don't, you know, they do, do they, they hang out with their family, but she doesn't have like a holiday that she's missing to come to ours. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. Like some kind of celebration or whatever. So anyway, uh, she's coming and she's like, I need to buy gifts for everybody. And I'm like, no, you don't. There's so many people that are going to be at this Christmas, assuming that it doesn't get shut down because of COVID. Um, you don't need to buy all these people's stuff. Don't like, don't worry about it. And mm -hmm. I was like, not to mention, I've already bought all of them stuff. Therefore, you can just give them what I'm giving them. It can be from us. Are you, goes, are you worried she's going to usurp your gifts by getting better stuff for people? No, I don't care about that. Like, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm pretty sure she will. So I'm not even, it's fine. <laughs> You've accepted your fate. But dude, to that point, she, I, I said, we, why can't my gifts be from us? And she said, because I don't trust what you've gotten them. Wow. That's cold. That's a cold Christmas. Cold. <laughs> truth. Yeah. And she like wants it to be from her and she wants it. And she's a very, she's a very thoughtful gift to give her all this stuff's great, but I just feel bad that she's suddenly taking on this burden and I'm sure she doesn't feel that, that it is maybe, you know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or whatever but but at the end of the day it's a burden like she doesn't need to be by agreeing to go to christmas it she doesn't need to take on some you know thousand dollar commitment it's like just let it, the gifts be for me and you Phil. yeah but, but i think i think the flip side is you know that there is a real joy in giving gifts and um you know especially as someone in hillary who probably had doesn't participate in christmas very often uh it's a chance to flex a little bit. I think for like tasteful, discerning women, you know, they, they're, they're so good at giving gifts that, you know, I don't know, man, I, like I, I always find the, the process of giving gifts uh, stressful, mostly be, not because of a money perspective, but it's just, I, I feel like I'm, I'm never able to get the right thing for people. I'm, I'm just sending, I'm adding more junk to their lives. Yeah. Whereas I think that women, not, I don't know, anyone in general, who's good at gift giving, there is a real joy in knowing you've added value, you know? Agreed. And once you get a good gift, it feels so good to give it, you know, not to keep patting myself on the back, virtue signaling for the A coach. I, how yep. you doing buddy coach eyes enter the building um you know i when i get a good gift i'm so excited to give it and i knew that the tv was a good gift for hill dog and i was yep. super fucking psyched you know i mean it's nice to feel that way but you can't always make the, that magic happen right right yeah i know i hear you um but man you know when you're when you have a good gift for somebody and you're all sitting around the fire and the christmas tree is you know all the presents are wrapped under there and then someone's like all right who's next and you're like i'll go get some some gifts for people and you go grab the things you got and you put them in their waiting paws and you know what's <laughs> under that wrapping paper but they don't you know and you've got That's that great. gift you're you're like wait 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 till you see what's about to happen that <laughs> that anticipation is really kind of exciting you know it is nice. Dude, my boy, Phil, uh, who you've met before, we usually get gifts for each other. And I remember last year, he got me a gift. 
And it was a, it was a great gift, but he was so psyched to give me it. I've never seen him so happy than me opening the gift that he got me, dude. He was so like, his face was glowing. I'll never forget. And he like emphatically did the, like the finger with packing the tin motion that the boys do. Yeah. Yeah. He he was so psyched, dude. I'll I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. He got me like a heavy duty winter coat. It was very nice of him. Wow. And uh yeah dude he was so fucking psyched it was hilarious did, did he pick that out for you out of the blue or had you said that was a coat you wanted he picked it out for me out of the blue i think he knew that i had done some like some kind of like winter cleaning with my jackets and gotten rid of most of my jackets and i had this one jacket that was like warm but like you know how when it gets cold you just need a coat that's like super warm like that can handle yeah. anything i didn't have one of those anymore and he got me one of those that you know one that was from a brand that was like something that he thought really fit my style and all this stuff like he really thought about it and it was mm-hmm. very thoughtful and sweet damn and, uh, pretty funny dude damn must be nice must be I know, nice. I know. guys if you're doing some meal prep this holiday season uh whether it's for yourself or for others we recommend hello fresh with hello fresh you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep can skip all the all the trips to the grocery store, and you can count on HelloFresh to make your home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. As we know, the holidays can be really crazy, but HelloFresh keeps things super simple for you uh, with seasonal ingredients that completely cut out grocery shopping and limit meal prep times. So you can spend more time on the festive season with friends and family. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every single week, including vegetarian, calorie smart and gourmet options providing plenty of variety and the ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week. So you can get convenience without skimping on any of the quality. I really love this too, because uh, Hillary and I's new year's resolution has been to cook more. And this is sort of an easy way for us to start on this process without having to feel bogged down by the process of going to the grocery store and implementing all these new things into our lifestyle. We can just go on the website get all the stuff we want. It shows up and boom, we're off to the, off to the races cooking. So you can go to hellofresh.com slash oops, 14 and use the code oops, 14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That is hellofresh.com slash oops, 14 code oops, 14 for 14 free meals and three free gifts. Um, America's number one meal kit, baby. HelloFresh, get in there. Dude, we have an email about gift giving that I, I think we could read Ooh. that ties in nicely. Yeah, please. Um, I love I love this title too. Christmas consultation required from the boys. Oh, dude, don't mind if we do. Dude, I've heard this from a couple people. They've said that like girls have told me their boyfriends will refer to you and I as the boys. So they'll be they'll be like the boys said, and that means Julio and Francis. <laughs> well, I guess we're the boys then, huh? We're the boys. We're dude. the boys. I love it. Yeah, I love being the boys. Okay, yeah, the boys are good. <laughs> Need some assistance here for Christmas gifting as the season is upon us. I've been dating my girl for a few years and I need to know, one, what is an acceptable amount to spend on a gift for your significant other? Like what range? You know, 250 to 500, 1,000, 1,000 plus. Uh, Also, is it expected to then receive a gift of equal value? Do you drop hints like, hey, babe, you're going to love your $700 gift this year? Wink, wink. Uh, I don't know if I'm simply overthinking this as I know no matter what I spend, seeing my girlfriend's happiness and surprise, opening a sick gift will be a gift enough to our point. 
Um, and I think this guy came to the live show too. He said, see you guys at the live show. So that's very cool. Um, what are your thoughts, Francis? Okay. So first of all, in my experience, women tend to care more about their birthdays than Christmas. So the big financial gift, if you're going to spring for it, I would target the birthday ahead of Christmas. I really that, like this. this that's my first take. Um, secondly, you know, the amount of money, unfortunately, it's, it's not, there's no real algorithm of like, we've been dating one year, she's expecting this or two years, whatever. In, in my experience, I've actually, the longer I've been with somebody, the lower I spend on gifts because you're allowed to sort of tell each other, you know, well, we've got a lot coming up that we're spending money on, or, you know, we've got the wedding and we're going to be paying for our honeymoon. So let's go a little lighter on gifts this year. And we mean it, you know, um, and, and we can be more honest with each other because in years past, even if we, if she might've said that, I still think there's probably, you know, an expectation uh, and, and maybe it's just paying lip service, just some sort of uh, humble price ceiling. Um, right. But whatever it may be, I, 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 I think, you know, look, it all depends on your, on your financial situation, but there is a, there's definitely a way to get something really nice for a hundred bucks. You know, you you really can, you know, whether it's something that requires some assembly. So she knows that you did some work um, or you've been really like paying attention to something that she just dropped as not even like a hint for Christmas, but like six, you're good at this, by the way, like six months back, she was like, you know, my, my, my neck always hurts after we fly. And then you like bought her a really sick neck pillow or something, you know, little things like that show that that that's my, sorry to interrupt, but because you, you had mentioned that I am, I am good at this. What I do Anytime, like Francis said, I hear some, any indication like that, I have a list of gift ideas for, for Hillary. So that makes it so that I'm never in a jam if I can't think of anything specific or whatever. Like I always have that list. And the way that you save money on gifts, to Francis's point, is being specific. So yeah. if you have a thing that solves a specific problem in your girl's life, it is super thoughtful. It's as thoughtful as can be. And there's a chance that it won't be as expensive. To me, the, the big price tag item is making up for not being thoughtful. Now, granted, I, you know. Agreed, agreed. You, can, when you find yourself people. with your back against the wall and you're like, ah, you know, that's when you throw these Hail Marys and you're like, I just got to buy this crazy thing she told me she wanted, but is not really expecting. Because I haven't, you know, I'm, I've been lazy. Totally, dude. Totally. So yeah, I tried to like, and to be honest, like, okay, so this is the way I think of it. Uh, to Francis's point, the birthday is a big one. There are the four grand slams of girlfriend gift giving every year they come up. It is the birthday, the anniversary, Valentine's day and Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I call it the Holy Trinity. You, I don't know why you include Valentine's day in there. <laughs> Valentine's well, I day do. is like roses and chocolates at best fine but it's still something and i've learned to i've learned if you over if you over deliver on valentine's day it goes a really long way 
I've really I've, yeah because even as much as everybody's like oh it's bullshit it's a commercial holiday all that shit I was fully on board with that for I'm putting Francis to sleep literally with this but if you show up ready to rock on Valentine's Day you it, it, I've found that it's really really appreciated mm. even against somebody who claims they don't care a, an excuse to make someone feel special what a beautiful thing so you might and, and it comes at like a pretty good time of the year for me at least as far as like when everything is whatever but you got to prepare for those four things and you can sort of kind of like tailor how you're going to do it. To Francis's point, the birthday is the biggest deal, right? Yeah. You could kind of decide how you're going to approach each one moving forward. Even if Valentine's Day is just sort of a romantic dinner and no gifts or something. Those are just four things that need to be, you need to be aware of, in my opinion. Francis mm-hmm. is the Holy Trinity, fine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I got a, I got a gift that I think is a, a pretty universal winner um which if you're in a jam i would just say like do this um which is a framed photo um is a really good gift stand um, by yeah you 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 do you i mean i i hate to give free ads but like framebridge is just does such a good job uh and you can do it so quick yeah there you go um you get a framed photo from a special moment or like a picture that, you know, the two of you like, um, or one that you like of the two of you, whatever, and just get that knocked together with a nice black wood finish, um, on the frame telling you that's, that's going to be, that's going to be a good gift. 99 times out of a hundred. Dude, it's a winner. I, I believe I got that for, I just showed the screen a uh, picture of Hillary and I from when we were in Greece. I got that framed uh, on another friend's suggestion. Ricky, actually, it was Ricky's suggestion. Um, but Francis just literally recommended the same exact thing, which is funny that we haven't talked about this before. Uh, yeah. And the whole process was so fun. I had such a good time getting it done. Like, there, I went to a print place. I got, like, a nice print. I went to the frame guy. Like, it was just, it felt like this neighborhood experience. You know, yeah. you know I'm walking around. Now I know the frame guy. Like, I feel like such a fucking adult, dude. It's crazy how many framing stores there are in New York City, though. I, know, I mean, that, that to me, and by the way, when you go to those stores, it tends to be very expensive. They do a great job, but yeah, um, that's why I, I usually just go through this company, Framebridge, which, you know, does a good enough job. But yeah. I wish I knew about that. Um, but dude, so one other thing I want to talk about, and this is making a gift for someone okay i i am a believer that if you make someone a gift you still have to buy them something really (laughs) because if you i don't know if you just make someone a gift it seems like you just don't have any money no especially it's like a new new relationship let's say what if i were a, a brilliant wood carver and I spent, you know, 16 hours instead of tending to my my wares from my Etsy page, I spent that time carving her this beautiful, uh, I don't know, cheese board, right? Okay, As- I would argue that's different because you're applying your skills to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You're allotting, you're, you're doing something that like has absolute value. You are like you would normally charge a thousand dollars to do that mm-hmm. now you're just building it for her with your bare hands maybe that is a if there's an asterisk next to that maybe 
Okay. But I, I still think if you're not doing something that you absolutely excel in, but dude, even if it is something you excel in, like you wouldn't just like give your girlfriend an envelope with lacrosse and, and piano lessons in it. <laughs> like that's like super, that's like super bootleg, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, but like I, I, a, a collage. Thing that, okay. Yeah. Collage or. You gotta have some kind of actual gift to go along with it too. Or you're just saying I'm broke. And you don't want to say that. Yeah. You don't, don't want to say I'm broke. I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to make enough things. Yeah, making her a really nice meal, I think you got to probably add a different gift on top. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. some beta shit, making a meal. <laughs> You're like, oh, <laughs> like, you got to put more on top of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go down on you while you eat the salad I made you. <laughs> oh, must be nice. Dude, have we talked about this? This The steak and a blowjob apology? No, I don't know about this. This guy I know, famously, his girlfriend dogged him or did something to him in college. So she made a mistake and blew him as he ate the steak. And I can't believe she actually did that. It's like the <laughs> stupid, it's so stupid. Like those, I don't want to do those things at the same time. No, I don't think I would either, to be honest <laughs> with you. Especially, God forbid, if you, if you start choking on the steak. Um, <laughs> All right, babe, right when I'm about to come, yeah. I'm going to take this perfect bite. You know, because then she's got to stop what she's doing and perform the Heimlich, and that's a huge turn off. <laughs> I mean, all things considered, it's hard to stay stay focused through that. And you're dying. Yeah. Um, cool. Man. All right. Well, listen. Let's take it. Uh, let's take it out from there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh, it's, been, let's uh, it's it's been. A, we appreciate you guys uh, being on board with our our old fashioned covid uh setup which we had for all those months that we were quarantining um early in 2020 and uh we don't we don't expect to make a habit of this but obviously necessity dictates that we do this so uh appreciate you guys i'll keep you posted with how i feel and um send any thoughts or gift ideas to oops the podcast at gmail.com and uh we'll see you guys soon thank you so much